are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm great. I'm doing really well. How about you? I'm doing well. Also, we had some good questions yesterday, some good yeah. conversation. We talked overvalued and undervalued. We talked about the uh, the trade value of some quarterbacks in super flex leagues. And we've got, uh, we've got some more trade questions today, so we are going to jump right into it. First question comes from at Mountain underscore DC. Hey, guys, got an offer in a super flex dynasty of my Tua Tungavaloa for A.J. Brown. I already have Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, and Trey Lance on the roster. I'm thinking I should take that and be quite happy. What are your thoughts? Oh, Tua Tungavaloa has an ADP of 40 overall. A.J. Brown has an ADP of 26 overall. We know ADP is not always a substitute for trade value, but in this case, I think it tells the story. I want A.J. Brown there, Matt. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you've taught me this, that trading a starting quarterback in Superflex straight up for a position player is usually risky business, especially wide receivers. And I, I, I have still have hope for Tua without question. I just wrote an article about right. him, don't overreact, and some of his statements in the press didn't sound so great. But Brown's the number one receiver for me, and Tua's the 16th, 17th, 18th overall quarterback. And he's going to have a hard time playing for this guy. He's got Mahomes and Lance and these other guys. I'd sprint to the to the laptop to hit accept on that trade. Me too, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Next question comes from at N Virgilio 26. Probably, probably butchered that one. Sorry about that. Of course. Uh, he says, if I move Patrick Mahomes in a super flex league, what should be a reasonable return ask? Uh, again, we rely on the Dynasty Trade Finder from Dynasty League Football for these types of questions uh, because we're not relying on our opinion. We are looking at actual trades that are happening in Dynasty Leagues. We've got some interesting ones here. Uh, again, these are all from Superflex Leagues, as uh, as he asked about. Patrick Mahomes traded for Christian McCaffrey, Jared Goff, and 100 blind bid dollars. That's not enough. Always tough to gauge the value of uh, of that blind bidding money, but uh, unless there's some some crazy value we're missing, I want Mahomes there pretty easily. What about you? Yeah, I assume there's a thousand bucks to bid on, and they're giving you ten percent of what they have, even if it's a hundred percent of what you have. I mean, Goff to me is not any kind of replacement, and McCaffrey's wonderful, but that's not enough for Mahomes. No, no. What about this one? This might be a little closer for you. Patrick Mahomes for Lamar Jackson, Chris Godwin, and Mark Andrews. And that is... Uh, reasonable. Yeah, I was looking to see if that's a tight end premium league. It doesn't look like it. So Lamar, Godwin, and Mark Andrews for Mahomes. Pretty fair. I, th- <laughs> I think I still want Mahomes. 
I think I still want Mahomes there as well. Yeah. That's that's a big price tag. Uh, I guess it it maybe comes down to your your thoughts on Lamar Jackson. Can he bounce back uh, to what we saw a couple of years ago? Here's a fun one: Patrick Mahomes and Kenyon Drake. Drake doesn't change much for me. No. Uh, for Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and a pair of third rounders. So let's just say that Drake and those two third rounders balance out. Mahomes for Fields and Lance. It's appealing without question. I mean, that could be like starting your team with Herbert and Burrow. You know, like right. you, yeah. you've done that before on the show, and I'm always jealous. But I know Mahomes is really good, and I'm not sure if either one of those guys is good yet. I think I would still take Mahomes there too. as well, yeah. but but you're right that that one is that one's interesting. Uh, the bottom line here is uh, what's a reasonable ask ask for uh, ask for more than you ex- you would expect because uh, we're we're talking about the top player, the top asset in this dynasty superflex format. Uh, so whatever you want, you should certainly be able to get. And absolutely, we talked we we looked at one or two trades where. Uh, you were either not getting a quarterback in return or getting a low-level quarterback. Uh, I think another quarterback has to be the key piece of the uh, the package that you're getting back, whether it's a Jackson type, whether it's uh, one or two of the rookies. You know, don't the the McCaffrey golf type deal. You know, no, no offense, right, but right. I, I just I, I do not like those types of of trades. Uh, even though you're getting McCaffrey back. I mean, unless the only reason you're considering dealing Mahomes is because you lucked into Josh Allen, Herbert, and you have field, you know, like you got really high quality there and you're going to sell the biggest dog off and you don't need one back. But even then I want future first so I can go get the quarterback if mine don't pay out. Yeah, totally, totally agree there. Next question comes from Eddie Martin 19 on Twitter. A similar quarterback, except or a similar question, except this time we're looking at a lower-level quarterback, Joe Burrow. What's a reasonable ask for a quarterback like Joe Burrow in a superflex, specifically looking for running backs in return or 2022 draft capital? Uh, again, we've, we've got some examples here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Similar conversation, obviously different, a different level of player, but uh, you you still want a quarterback in return. Is a short-term fix. Right, right. You you don't want to do that. Um, I'm looking for some some examples here with and, and real quick, 2022 you look, picks. If you are included. going to cash him in for running backs. I want him and 2022 draft capital. You know, like I'm not trading Burrow for McCaffrey. I'm not trading him for you know Zeke Elliott. I'm not trading him for Najee. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, I would even though I, I think Joe Burrow is my quarterback eight right now i believe i have him eight overall among the quarterbacks i want him over every other single non-quarterback in the league i want him over mccaffrey over barkley over every running back over aj brown dk metcalf uh, Devonte adams over every wide receiver as well um so this is you know this is not a a, a low level player even though he's not in mahomes range he's not someone just to throw away because you need some running back help. If you're trading Joe Burrow, you've got to get a quarterback in return. You've got to get multiple pieces, um, hopefully some some high draft picks. Uh, I'm honestly not seeing much as far as Burrow being moved for future picks. Uh, Actually, here's a a good one. See what you think of this one, Matt. Joe Burrow and a future third. 
for Kirk Cousins, two future first and three future seconds. So some of those are from 2022, some from 2023. So in the end, for Burrow and a third, you get Kirk Cousins, two first and three seconds. Is that enough? I don't think. I like Cousins. I don't think it is either. No, right. I mean, it's. I'm sure if you add it up on the Jimmy Johnson trade chart, it adds up and you get your value. But all those seconds and thirds don't get me future starting quarterbacks. I mean, it's pretty rare. You're not going to luck into the Russell right. Wilsons very often. I was just kicking around in my head. What if I offered you Mac Jones and Cam Akers for Burrow? That, that's pretty close. I, I do like – I'm a Mac Jones believer. So let, let's start there. Right. Uh, and cert, certainly a Cam Akers believer. That that's getting in the range for me, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I'd still probably want more. Uh, our our uh, listener Eddie asked for some trades involving running backs. I found one, and it's not pretty. Joe Burrow and Christian Kirk for David Montgomery and Chris Godwin. No, 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 no. no. Don't do that, no, right. Matt. When we come back, we'll take some more listener questions. I've told you guys about Bilt Bar a lot, and it's even more delicious. They're more deliciouser, to be honest with you. they got 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Uh, six new ones, caramel brownie, cookies and tre- cookies and cream. My son destroys that. It's pretty tasty. Uh, cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Those are the newest ones. Um, all the bars are covered with 100% chocolate. It's not that waxy, fake stuff you find on different bars. Very, very tasty. Uh, peanut butter brownie is a big fan of mine, to be honest with you. Very soft, easy to chew. Great for the health-conscious guy or woman. Um, you know, you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Also great for people on the keto diet. Um, just so let me pick one out here. Col- Coconut almond has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. And that's pretty much the same for mo- all these bars. Some of them you'll find 17 grams of protein, um, slightly less sugar and carbs as well. I mean, that's the case with cookies and cream, for example. So here's what you do. Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and you get LOCKED15, you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Another really good friend of the show is RockAuto.com. Um, you have computers to, and phones to access rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. There's no reason for you to walk into these chain stores or dealerships or any of these type of things to get your parts. And why would you do that and pay more? Uh, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are extremely and reliably low. They always offer the lowest prices possible rather than changing based on the market. Uh, RockAuto.com is also a family business serving auto parts customers online now for 20 years. Uh, They have everything you're looking for, engine control modules and brake clamps and brake parts and motor oil, even new carpet. Uh, Best of all, RockAuto.coms are always reliably low prices and very, very easy for you to use. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Uh, Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Matt, 
Matt, our next question comes from at Freakzilla316. In a 12-team Superflex League, how many players are worth three random 2022 first-rounders? Ooh. Um, how about, guys, uh, we start with, like, a Burrow that we just talked about. Uh, so I think I would actually start by saying – I'm eliminating every running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Yeah, me I'm too. It has to three, only be quarterbacks. I was thinking that too. Only, only the quarterbacks in, in that format, because if you're giving three first for Saquon Barkley and and thinking that two of those could end up as quarterbacks, right? Two, two potential 2022 rookie quarterbacks uh, for Saquon Barkley. I'm not comfortable with that. So I'm, I'm starting by narrowing it down to only the quarterback position. And then you're just finding your cutoff. Uh, Looking at ADP, Patrick Mahomes is QB1. Yes, certainly. Josh Allen is quarterback two. Yes. Kyler Murray is quarterback three. Prescott, four. Lamar, five. Herbert, six. Burrow is seven. Trevor Lawrence is eight. Uh, I'm a yes to all of those. All those are easy for me, yeah. Three future firsts for all of those guys. Now I bet we get a little hairy, though. Right. So Russell Wilson is nine. I would not give three future first for him. That would probably be the ask, which, which is understandable, sure. but it's a no for me. Um, if you want to go further than that, I, I Lance think, or Fields. I think, right. I think Lance and Fields are more interesting, uh, conversations as far as, uh, are they worth those three future first? I'd like to see them play NFL football first. You know, like, I'm not <laughs> worried nice. about Kyle Pitts being good. I'm worried about every quarterback, including Lawrence, being good. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Jamar Chase is going to be good at football. You know, Najee Harris is going to be good at football. I'm, I, No matter any of these quarterbacks, I'd like to at least see them play before I give three random firsts for Trey Lance. He might not even play yeah. this year. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, ultimately, I... I would probably say no to three first for Lance or Fields, but like I said, I think it's more. Um, I think it's more of a conversation than it is for Russell Wilson, yeah. uh, even though he's generally being valued a little bit higher than than those rookies. Next question comes from at a two underscore weasel. Conventional wisdom says Julio Jones leaving gives Calvin Ridley a boost, but recent cases. Uh, he mentions Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, uh, say it's much harder to step into that uh, number one wide receiver role. What is your philosophy on number two wide receivers who lose a uh, generational teammate? Uh, I think it's, it's great a great question. question. Yeah, it's a really good question. T- timely question because, it you know, as, as the days go on, it, it seems like it's becoming a foregone conclusion that, that Julio Jones will be with a new team. It's a, a matter of... Uh, who that team will be, when that trade will happen, what the Falcons will get in return. Uh, and then it's also important here, as, as Weasel's asking about, what about what's left? What about Calvin Ridley specifically? Uh, I do have the numbers here. Calvin Ridley's performance with and without Julio Jones in the lineup. Uh, Jones has missed eight games uh, since Calvin Ridley came into the league. And uh, we know in, in – Several other instances, he's been uh, banged up in and out of the lineup. These are games uh, that Julio Jones did not play at all. Calvin Ridley's PPR performance, PPR scoring goes from 14.6 to 20.1. So we see a a significant spike in his 
uh, fantasy production. Receptions goes from four to seven. Uh, touchdowns actually drops, which is interesting. He, he averaged more touchdowns with Julio in the lineup than without him. Uh, targets goes from six and a half to 11. Yardage goes from 61 to 107. Uh, those numbers, I, I don't think the sample size is quite the same with Juju and Antonio Brown, but those numbers would probably look similar that we saw a spike in Juju's numbers when Brown was uh, when Brown was out of the lineup. But then when Brown was off that team, of course, we know what happened, that Juju couldn't keep that performance going. Obviously, it's a case-by-case basis, and it's a really good conversation because there's a lot more Alvin Harper's than Michael Irvin's, John Taylor's than Jerry Rice's. I mean, being Robin is much easier than being Batman. If we're just going to talk about Ridley, I only think there's, you know, a dozen Batmans in the league. And I think Ridley's close. I mean, if I was ranking my receivers, he would be in that neighborhood. Godwin's in this conversation, too. Like, what if he leaves and he's the number one in New York or something? Whatever. But in Ridley's case, it's a little bit unique because I do think he's adding a gravitational teammate in Pitts. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. What what that balance will will be like, um, you know, when when Pitts was drafted, there was the initial, not concern, but question, you know, how does he fit in uh, with with Jones and Ridley? Uh, is there enough meat on the bone there for him to really perform? And if Jones is off this roster now, that that really opens up. Obviously, Ridley is is not taking it all. Uh, Pitts is is going to get his as well. I mean, guys like Kelsey and Kittle and Waller, I mean, Andrews even, like, they didn't come in the league and, you know, and be a gravitational player. I mean, Pitts in week one, that defensive coordinator is going to be scared to death of Pitts. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he's not sneaking up on anybody. Yeah, do you do you think, um, because I, I, I think Juju is the best case of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Ridley's a better player. Right, that's what I was going to say. Do you yeah. think Ridley fits that that wide receiver one, uh, you know, mold or prototype a little better than Juju does? A little better, yes. He's not the prototype, you know. I mean, that he's he's not Andre Johnson, Calvin Johnson. Obviously, neither of them are. Right. But Juju had some flaws getting off press coverage, operating on the outside that I don't think Ridley does. Ridley's about as close to me as a fringe guy as you could get. You know, I'm not sure if he's Batman or if he's Robin, but I think he's a little more Batman than Robin. So uh, fortunately for him, he doesn't have to stand alone because Pitts is a gravitational player too. But if he was thrust into a... uh, Devontae Adams is a great example. I mean, if you threw Juju or Ridley or Godwin into the Devontae Adams role, I think they'd all go backwards. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, and, and we're we're talking Juju and Thielen, and, mm-hmm. and I don't think Thielen is is quite a, as good of an example. Although he's not he's not your typical wide receiver one. He I didn't think he uh, failed. He, yeah, right. He he didn't fail, but there's plenty of examples of players that did slide right into that role. You know, the Colts did this for years, and and the, you mentioned Devonte Adams. The Packers did this for years. Um, you know, going. I mean, the Colts from from Harrison to Wayne and and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Packers had their wide receiver ones 
traded out there. Sure. Uh, I mean, Donald Driver was in that mix. Jordy and, Nelson. And uh, Greg Jordy Jennings, Nelson, right. Right, right, right. So, you know, there, there's examples where it's it's certainly been successful too. So, yeah. Um, but in general, I'm 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 not worried about Ridley at all if he's the the wide receiver one and the, the top target on this team. I think history has shown us that the Alvin Harper that goes to a new team struggles more than the other way around. Like Corey Davis, if the Jets ask him to be Batman, I don't know that he's Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know cha- he's not. Yeah, I know he's not, right. Changing <laughs> a team where someone pays you a lot because you are the two in the other in the old town and now they think you're a one, that rarely works. Mm. Yeah. The Alvin Harper poll there was impressive. <laughs> it's been a while since I thought about him. Matt, when we come back, we'll finish up the show with a couple more listener questions. First, I'm going to tell you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get all your sports action. Football's over, but NBA, NHL, they're in full swing. I've been watching playoffs left and right. Baseball's rolling along. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on pretty much anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the scores, odds, news, all that information. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So here's what you do. Use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's all one word, all caps. I think that matters. Um, Head to the website or use your mobile device. It's super easy. Sign up today and you get 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use that LOCKEDON promo code. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Our next question comes from at Monger Lumber on Twitter. If you have a team that is ready to compete, what is the worst mistake you can make in the offseason? What do you think, Matt? You got anything here? Hmm. I have made some mistakes early in my dynasty life where... I think I'm one player away, and I gave up mm, four yes. or five assets for it. And I remember the one year that player was Corderell Patterson. <laughs> you know, uh, I loved them coming I, out of school. You know, yeah, I, I had three things on my list. They're all, I think, kind of related, uh, and and that was essentially one of them: consolidating too much. We like to make those consolidation trades in the off season. Uh, you know, trade trade two of your dimes for a quarter. That's typically a great move. Uh, but I think I think when you are ready to compete, sometimes you can you can overdo that, uh, and you you can sometimes whittle your team down to essentially no depth, uh, yeah. which which can certainly be a little scary for a team trying to contend. Um, one, another point I had, or thing that could be can turn into a mistake for a contending team giving up on youth because, and this would be like an air quote thing. You don't need them, right? I I don't need that late first rounder. I'll just trade it for, um, you know, I'll trade it for Adam Thielen, right? I don't need Jalen Waddle. He'll never make my lineup. I'll I'll get Adam Thielen instead. So I I don't think a a contending team doesn't always have to be an old team. Uh, In fact, hopefully it's not, but uh, that's that's not the idea is that if you're contending, you've got to get these veterans that 
are, are a little safer because sometimes they're not. Sometimes they fall off the cliff and uh, it's not always easy to project that. Yeah, I'm, I did such a good job building this team. I love it. It has so much youth. I can trade it for Larry Fitzgerald or A.J. Green a year ago. You know what I mean? Two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys that fell off and gave you nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Last question comes from at GAG1432. What quarterback situations do you see changing with a new quarterback this time next year? Uh, I love these types of questions. Love looking ahead, picking your brain on what NFL teams might do. I've got a list of 14 teams that could potentially be starting someone new in 2020. 22. Okay. Uh, and, and for the record, uh, I didn't include the, the the teams that drafted an early quarterback this no, year. I so, I, fair, right. uh, Andy Dalton versus Trey Lance. I'm I'm assuming that's Trey Lance. I'm assuming it. I'm sorry, Andy Dalton Fields. versus right, right, right. Uh, Justin Fields. Right. So I'm assuming so Fields. The Bears and Lance, Niners aren't on your list. And and New England is right. not either. Okay. Right. Yes, right. All right. So I've got 14 other teams though. Carolina, Sam Darnold. They did. Uh, they did extend his deal, or, or I guess pick up his his option. So he'll be there for, uh, or he's under contract for two more years. He's on out of the woods. Is though. he the starter in twenty twenty two? I'm not saying yes or no, but it's definitely a potential change. Right. You know. I mean, I think that's how most of these will be. Like, uh, there's a couple I'm going to say yes to. That's one that yeah, I think is some of them are easy. Is possible. You know, it's certainly possible. Detroit with Jared Goff. Possible. Probably for a draft pick. or I bet Goff is a lion two years from now, but he might be a placeholder for the next guy. All right. This is an easy one, uh, I guess, in some ways. Uh, the Houston Texans, currently Deshaun Watson. But whether it's Watson or whether it's Tyrod Taylor this year, I think it's somebody new in 2022. Yeah, and Watson could be... Somewhere else. I mean, he could be in Carolina. I mean, he, he throws a wrench into this, too. I think he's going to move. Right. Uh, based on our conversation uh, yesterday, I think I know your answer for this one. Las Vegas with Derek Carr. Um, I'm going to say there's a good chance he moves, but I feel okay. like he's a scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think Gruden's patient. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, whether it's Winston, Taysom... Do they get a second year in 2022? I think it's close to Darnold. I don't think Winston and Darnold are very different. What about Pittsburgh? Yes. New guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Atlanta, Matt Ryan. Uh, it could be a golf. Maybe they use a pick on a guy, you know. If it'd be, okay. I think Ryan will enter. This time next year, I think we'll say Ryan's probably the starter, but there's a young guy looming. What about Denver, whether it's Locke or Bridgewater? I'm going to say probably. somebody not on the roster will be their starter yeah, next year. I agree. Green Bay. I think Jordan Love's going to be the starter next year. Oh, so does man. that count? You think next year is in this coming season? Uh, I'm going to play it safe and say I think we're talking about 2022 here. I right. don't think Rodgers will be a Packer in 2022. Okay. I think Love will be the Colts. Starter. Carson Wentz right now. I guess I'm going to roll with Wentz, but he's in that Darnold tier. <laughs> Eagles with Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say Hurts is not the starter next year. 
three first-round picks. I think it'll be too good to pass up. I agree. Giants, Daniel Jones. I think he's in that make-or-break Darnold Wentz tier. Here's maybe an easy one for you. Washington, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Somebody not on the team. Yep. Yeah. And a tough one. Tampa Bay, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Ooh. 2022. I'm going to say you get one more out of him. All right. So so two more out of him, really, right. I think. One of them. 2021 and 2010. I still believe his last year won't be good. Well, Which we've seen some not good years yeah. from him, and and he keeps bouncing back. And it's amazing, and yeah, yeah, it really is. That's why he's the best. I hate to say it, yeah, but, you know. That will do it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC twenty three. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.